0: What would our world be without leaders, innovators, and kingdom builders? Welcome to Under the Crown, where you get inside the twisted minds of our host, Trey Carmichael, and the kings and queens in his circle, covering leadership, marketing, sales, recruiting, management, and so much more. Under the Crown is here to help you build your kingdom. Are you prepared for the siege? Uh, What's going on, guys? It's your man here, Trey Carmichael, coming at you with another episode of Under the Crown. I'm excited to bring you guys Saba Ali today. Uh, How are you doing today, Saba?
1: I am amazing. I'm so happy to be here with you.
0: Awesome. Can you introduce yourself for the people who don't know you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So my name is Saba Lee. I'm a business coach and a speaker. And basically, what I do is short firm. I help people become unforgettable on social media. So I really help them build a brand online that attracts the right type of clients into their world. And I do it with clear as fuck marketing, storytelling, and being your truest, authentic self online.
0: Awesome. So let's dive a little bit into the Queen's journey. Who were you before you got into this world? And how did you actually find yourself doing all this stuff?
1: For sure. And I love to share this story. It's been a while since I've shared it. But My story started when I was 19 years old in college, and that was actually when I met one of my first mentors who actually got me into this like crazy world of entrepreneurship and this online space. Um, He came and spoke at my university and... He basically became my mentor. I worked alongside him and his company. And from there, I just basically started to share my story online without really knowing what I was doing. And quote unquote, I was like building a brand back then without really knowing it. And I always had been interested in entrepreneurship, but it wasn't until, you know, a few years later in college when I was 21 years old, I decided that I was going to help like local businesses start to build up their social media using like Instagram, bring clients to their doorstep. And for me, like before getting in and becoming a business coach and being like a business owner, I never knew that I had a story. And that was one of the main reasons why, first of all, I started to post on social media. And the reason why people start to notice, they start to follow, I start to build an audience that way was because they started to connect with certain things I was sharing about my story. And a lot of the times people think they don't have a story because like they've never done either anything interesting or they only look at their life in terms of pivotal moments that truly do change and help them mold and become the person that they are today. But for me, like, My story comes from when I was 15 years old, like my mom passed away, I was in a toxic four year relationship in high school. And when I graduated high school, went to college, I didn't really see a path that I was going to take, like I was skipping classes, I was partying every weekend. And when I did, once again, met my mentor when I was 19. He was really the one who showed me that there was so much more potential that I could showcase online to help people get out of the place that I was, share their story and really just create something that's so unforgettable in their lives. Uh,
0: mm. There really is a lot of power in just sharing your story and using your story as an example for the other people who are walking through what you, what you were walking through before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like thing like a lot of people don't think they have a story, but like, Even if you grew up with, like, quote unquote, an average lifestyle, like nothing really happened, like, there's always something within your journey, your experience that allows you to connect with other people. Like, the last time that I went to, like, an event or like a networking event, the main reason how I connect with people is through stories. And of course, that's also a key thing that I that I do in marketing, right? The reason why people can build their brand so fast and go viral on social media is because of this specific thing.
0: Mm, I love that. So let's dive a little bit more into personal branding and how entrepreneurs can build that unforgettable brand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, with personal branding, first of all, I want to say like, there's so many different pieces that make up a brand. But the first thing I love to talk about is brand identity. And that's basically who you are and what you stand for. So when you see personal brands on social media, I know just before this interview, we're talking about John Lee Dumas from um, Entrepreneurs on Fire, like personal brands, like Like him, uh, like Grant Cardone, Kylie Jenner, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, like all of those brands, people, people know them because of their mission and their vision of what they're creating. So the first step in creating this personal brand for yourself is really knowing, like, who, who are you, right? What do you stand for? Why are you on social media? And how are you helping other people on there? From there, it really just goes goes back to content um and people ask me, like <laughs> like what's like the core you know pillars of how to create content? what do you post online to get attention? like of course, there's always strategy behind it, but for me, when I start to post content when I was nineteen years old, like I built a brand without strategy, without structure, without a coach telling me what to do for years before I ever even built a business. And that led me to speaking on stages, getting a TEDx talk, like getting featured on like ABC, NBC, Fox, like all of these places. And it was because I was solely documenting my story and my journey online. And from there, I was sharing like advice and tips and principles. Right. So when I teach people build a brand on social media, I basically tell them, what message do you want to share today to your audience? And how can you tie that back into a product that you might be selling? And if you look at it from that way, it really takes the pressure off of showing up, quote unquote, in a specific way, because sometimes people think personal brand. It's like such a big word and you have to be this like influencer and show up in a different way. But in reality, just really being you on social media.
0: Mm. Yeah, when you show up as you, you start attracting people. And that leads me into my next question. Uh, One of the things that you talk about a lot is attraction marketing. And that term kind of gets thrown around a lot. So I'd love for you to kind of clarify for us what that really means to you and what the difference between attraction marketing and some of the other strategies might be
1: yeah so for me attraction marketing what that really means is you bringing in people into your world who basically want to be like you like the like the definition really is in the name itself but like my take on attraction marketing is like when you think of the term like attraction that like goes into like attractive right like you're basically being someone who's attractive online which is how you gain attention for me if I were to dissect that that into seeing how that shows up in my business is I'm attractive online because I am so in love with my life right so when I say like show up on social media document your journey like share your message do what it is that you're doing the reason why people follow it is because they see you so in love with your life, your experiences, your story and they want that too. Regardless of what you're selling whether it's coaching, consulting, a product like candles, like whatever it is, the reason why people follow it is because of this. So um yeah, with like attraction marketing, I do believe it's one of the best strategies out there because you don't have to like Go out there and sell your product. It sells itself. When you can showcase the transformation that you provide for your clients through your own experience, they just come to you. Um, Early on in my business, when I literally had no earthly clue how to build a business on social media, of course, I invested into coaches and mentors. And some of the strategies that I learned was like cold messaging and and doing reach outs and just like following up with every single person for me that just never felt aligned, because I never bought that way as a consumer as a client like I never bought through someone telling me their products really amazing through messenger, I always bought by seeing somebody on social media share a story or just talk about how this product changed their life. And naturally I wanted to buy it. So yeah, for me, like, yeah, like what you said, attraction marketing, it's such a, it's a term that's thrown around so much, but when you have your own definition, your own connection with it, I truly believe it works a lot better than just like following the once again, quote unquote strategy of attraction marketing, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would be I would go as far as to say that attraction marketing is the one that is most likely to organically compound and continue to organically compound because wow. whenever you a lot of people they put on these personas and different personalities whenever they start marketing themselves online and eventually you get burnt out putting on a show
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. 100%.
0: The next thing that I want to kind of yeah. So the next thing that I want to kind of lean into with you is once you have that content strategy down, you're putting yourself out there, you're attracting people like yourself. What does that actual sales process look like once people start engaging with you and sending you those messages and all that? Where do you take them from there?
1: Yeah. So. It depends on what it is that you're selling. For me, I went through a few different stages of how I built my business and how I structured it. So I want to say for like the first two years of me building and scaling my business, my call to action was always like, get on a call with me. That's how I built, you know, my business to multiple six figures was like, yeah, sales call. And then I would sell them into basically be like a high ticket offer, whether it's like a three month or like a six month coaching program until around, I want to say it's like almost been a year and a half ago. Now I realized I built my business in a way that I didn't like it. (laughs) So once again, like I learned, I learned a lot of strategy from coaches and mentors who had really amazing results. And of course I got really amazing results going through their program, but I built my business in a very masculine way that didn't feel aligned to me. So now for me, like I don't get on sales calls. I've never been on a sales call, like in probably the entire year now. And it's, it just feels so good to me. Um, And now it's basically just through messenger. So if someone wants to work with me one-on-one they can, you know, just message me. I'll send them a few voice notes. They, they sign on with me that way or I send them a link to a landing page. So for me, my offers look very different. I have high level one on one coaching that I do, then I have like mid tier programs, and then I have low ticket offers. So um, depending on your business, I always say one way isn't the best way. The best way is how you want to build your own business. So I have clients who they absolutely love doing sales calls, right. And that works for them. And they want to do that for me. I will I will tell you I like I fucking hated doing sales calls, like I never liked doing them, I never liked being on them if I wanted to buy a program, I just tell the person like send me the link, and I'll buy so like with the process after like you attract the person to your world, like I hundred percent believe choose the sales process that you want to scale with because any sales process will work as long as you wanna make it work.
0: That's a very powerful answer, and i really I like the fact that you've moved into playing your game your way that's one of the things that one of my mentors, Dan Nicholson, talks about all the time is rigging the game so that you can do what you do best and do it your way instead of instead of coming to that compromise that most entrepreneurs do where they're just unhappy half the time so how do you actually sift through the noise, all of the noise that's out there and decide what mentors to model after? Like, what advice would you give to newer entrepreneurs so they can avoid that sort of identity crisis that most of us go through at some point?
1: Yeah. And are you talking about like, if I can clarify, like finding a mentor who can help you or more so just identity and like showing up on social media?
0: I, I I guess I mean, in general, like you mentioned that when you got started in the space, you modeled after stuff that maybe wasn't the right thing for you. Yeah, And I know that I did similar things where I modeled after mentors and I modeled after businesses that turned out to not it it very much turned out to not be how I wanted to to do business and and I I find that it's very easy to fall into that trap so I'd love to know what advice you'd have for the new entrepreneur to kind of avoid that
1: yeah yeah I love this question What I would say is, first of all, like I 100% believe in investing into a coach mentor, like finding someone who can guide you, because if you are starting out, first of all, it can feel very lonely and scary, but having some sort of community to help you through the process is always amazing, but The second piece of it is don't just look for people who have amazing results, whether it's like monetary results. Usually it is like people making millions of dollars on social media. That's great. But take a look at their lifestyle and take a look at if they actually love their life. I know I mentioned this before, but for me, if I were to look back at the investments that I made and some of the advice that I got from other people Like, for me, I always got something out of my investment, but I wouldn't have built my business once again in a way that didn't feel aligned to me because, like... I I was only doing it for the revenue and I was only doing it for the money. Like what I even used to teach my clients, I don't like, I don't align with anymore. Right. So that type of involvement, if I were to go back when I was just starting out, I would stick with one, one coach, one mentor who had the lifestyle that I wanted and I would work with them until like the, the end of time. Right. Because what I also learned was There isn't a golden strategy. Any strategy can work, right? Organic can work, attraction marketing, ads, emails, anything can work. And I wish I knew that early on because it would have saved me so much time instead of jumping from like mentor to mentor, finding the right type of strategy. But yeah, that's what I would say. Just like find someone that you vibe with, you love, you love them beyond just the results that they get. Like you actually like them as a person and stick with them and and through that too like when it comes to working with mentors and coaches and of course like I'm a coach and I'm a mentor so I tell my clients this too take their coaching with a grain of salt like I'm I'm a guide to my clients but like they're their own leader and they're their own business owner like I I guide them but they lead themselves right it's like you you have the creativity, you have the knowledge, like, of course, get the support, but you know what's best when it comes to your business.
0: Absolutely. I I love the uh, I love just the power and authenticity in that answer, because something that I see all too often when it comes to picking mentors, and I've done it myself, is you literally just look for somebody who has had the result that you're looking to achieve in that moment. Whereas what you really need to consider is like you said, does this, has this person achieved the lifestyle that I want? Do they have a relationship with their family? Do they have any kind of balance in their life? Or is this just somebody who's smashing numbers and letting everything else fall to the wayside?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Another thing that I'm very curious to ask you as someone who's worked with so many different clients and kind of been in this space as long as you have, there's been a lot of fluctuation and chaos going on in, it, in every market. It doesn't really matter what industry you're in. There's, the current events are affecting every market. What are you and your clients doing to adapt during the chaos?
1: And when you say chaos, are you talking about just like the economy, the recession? Are you talking about like the coaching just industry or like all of the above?
0: All of the above. All of the above. I mean, the, the general landscape of everything is shifting quickly and it's shifting faster and faster every day and on top of that we're getting all of the chaos of pandemics economic fluctuation and all this different thing that's all these different things that's been thrown at us
1: yeah yeah for sure so honestly for me like I I don't think about that really um like I don't think about like the recession, the economy, because for me and how I built my business, like I like the type of people that I attract, like they're always going to be investing, they're always going to be growing, they're always going to be moving. So for me, like I don't even see like my life or like my clients don't see their life right now in the midst of any chaos. And of course, it affects people and it, it affects like families and all of those things, but. Once and like the truest answer I can say is like, I don't think about it because I feel like when you think about those type of things, it puts you in a state of like lack and scarcity. And from there, you start to change and shift and pivot things in your business that isn't necessarily needed. So for me, just in terms of how I'm showing up as a leader is I'm just showing up even more powerfully for my audience and continuing to share mm-hmm what they can do to buckle down and grow even stronger when it comes to their business. Like right now people are saving and they're scared and they're afraid, but I'm like, this is where you need to go all in even more because there's less certainty in the world and jobs and corporations, right? Like I still have some clients that work a job and they're trying to like build their business full time. And I'm like, this is where you need to go in even more because there is no security anywhere. And with like the online space and like the coaching industry, I know sometimes like there's a lot of people, you know, kind of saying like like backlash about the coaching industry and it's all like saturated and people are like, you know, scamming and all these things. Like I truly believe there's so much more good than there is bad in this industry. And I think the reason why a lot of people – you know, see only the bad is because they call out the bad and that's what they see on social media. But for me, once again, like I always love to look at the people who are showing up they're doing and they're not letting those other things bother them. There is so many people out there who are doing this for the right reason. And for me, it just makes me so happy because although this industry has been around for years, it really is in the beginning stages of it growing and I think that just gives people more opportunity to create something that is a true expression of themselves without needing, you know, once again, like a job or anything else outside of them. Mm. I
0: I love that answer and you could not have answered it better and Quite frankly, now is the time where everybody needs to double down. Like anytime that anytime that there's scarcity going on, it's an it it's really an opportunity because that's when you're that's when your competition is slowing down. That's when the people that you're trying to overcome are sitting and hiding and putting their tail between their legs. So As someone who's worked with so many different clients, how do you approach the hard conversations that are ultimately inevitable?
1: Yeah, yeah. I basically, (laughs) so my clients, like I, we, I have such a great relationship with my clients. So people know me as like the tough love coach. Like I'm not afraid to call out their bullshit. So for me, I honestly just like have a conversation um and i address it with love but i'm also very firm and strict about like my boundaries and my standards and for me i always hold my clients to a higher level regardless of whether it's them holding themselves back in business whether it's them trying to get out of their own integrity not like not committing i always hold them to a higher standard and I'm not afraid to sit down on Zoom or on a call and be like, hey, like, I see that you're doing this, like, get, let's get to the root reason of why this is happening and adjust and change it, right? Because for me, although once again, I have a really great relationship with my clients, like, they hired me for a reason, and it's not for for them to stay comfortable or hold themselves back. So whatever tough conversation it is, whether they're, you know, either not showing up or something with payments, like whatever it is, I I just address it right away. Because for me, when I look at those type of things, I know for other people, it can cause like anxiety. And like, like, I don't want to have the conversation. So for me, when I look at it from a logical perspective, why would I either wait or make it feel awkward when having that conversation? And Rather just like put it out there and say it with love and just be done with it instead of once again just like extending it for like days and days and days.
0: Mm. We really do spend way too much time as entrepreneurs wondering what's going to happen when we spend that send that message instead of just sending that message or making that phone call. So. Yeah. The last last big question I've got for you is how do you carry the weight of your crown and take care of everything that's going on underneath so that nothing slips through the cracks?
1: I spend time and take care of myself every single morning and every single evening. Um, As an entrepreneur, as someone who does show up on social media every single day, supports her clients every single day has a boyfriend that I take care of every single day like all of the things and my family and friends like when I look at my business I look at it more as a part of my lifestyle more than anything so sometimes when I explain how I show up on social media how I create content it's one of the hardest things for me to describe because I don't like when I show up on social media, I don't look at it as a job. Like, I don't look at it as, oh, no, I have to post a piece of content to attract clients. Like, everything I do is me all at once. Like, I'm a coach, all at once i'm like a girlfriend all at once i'm a sister all at once i'm a daughter all at once like i'm not turning on and off i'm just doing it all at once so for me that feels really good because i don't have to switch energies or show up as a different person when i'm doing that Um, but at the same time of course it can get a lot so that's why like every morning i wake up super early like 545, 6am, I go work out, I journal, I meditate. And when I have that time to myself, it allows me to, first of all, just get quiet with my thoughts. But also, it just feels good, right? It's like when you move your body in the morning, when you have that time to listen to a podcast show or do whatever feels good for you, you show up in such a different way. And like, I'll tell you, there'll be some days where like, I might miss doing that, or like, I don't do it one day. And I can tell the difference between anything and everything. So, yeah, for me, it's always like take care of yourself first and doing everything else is just going to be so much easier for you.
0: Yeah, you can't the the biggest one of the biggest quotes that has been a recurring theme for me is that you can't pour from an empty cup. It only works once the glass starts overflowing, overflowing onto those people around you.
1: I love that. I love that so much.
0: So what is the best way for people to see more of you and get involved with you?
1: Absolutely. So of course, I'm extremely active on social media. The best way to stay connected with me, follow with me is on my Instagram and you can find me my handle is at the Saba Ali
0: awesome is there anything you'd like is there anything else you'd like to leave our audience with today
1: the main thing is this is a quote that is on the back of my book and something that i live by every single day no you have the ability to do anything in life no one is going to stop you besides yourself and for me this is something that i think about every single day i came up with this quote early on in my career when i was going through the loss of my mom and grieving and grieving like my old self. And I would blame so many external things, external people, my environment, my friends, my family. And then it came to a point where I realized everything that I wanted, I was holding myself back from actually achieving it. So if it's one thing that I would leave you guys here with today is just know everything and anything that you want. Um, It just comes down to you getting out of your own way.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us today as well.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Trey.
0: Thanks again for tuning in for another episode. Make sure that you subscribe to the show so you're never left out in the snow. Do you want to build a business or get more customers online? Are you tired of spending all your time shackled to your business? Tired of being treated like the court jester? Not anymore. You can get a care package from Trey today for just a buck that will help you beat shiny object syndrome with Trey's favorite tool list, build your online authority and network with your own podcast and by being interviewed on other podcasts, systemize your business with Trey's seven-pillar system, hire a VA to get your time back, and so much more. You heard me right. All of that for less than the last Starbucks you got. Go to TreyCarmichael.us and get yours while it's hot. Check the couch for that dollar if you got to